Hi everyone, this is Beer Chats with Dr. Roz. This is my second episode and it's on how to get things done. Now, it's more of a an overview of how I've kind of learnt over the years of how I kind of um, can work and be more effective as an individual and also have a better balance in my life. I, I get asked an awful lot um you know, how do you do everything that you do? So, for example, in my 30s, I was, I got engaged, got married, organized a wedding, renovated a cottage just before that, had my kids, was working full time, uh, lecturing. I was also doing my PhD part time. I had a little dog, Hugo. <laughs> I also set up two businesses, one little one needs and the second was um and beer millinery and by 38 I'd had my two children uh Christian wasn't born until I was 40 uh or wasn't I didn't get pregnant until I was 40 so my 30s were sort of a blur um I'm uh, 38 I had my accident and that was kind of the inception of chief it uh chief it chief co so I was doing an awful lot in my 30s to be honest when I look back now it was a little bit of a blur um I think i didn't get much sleep. I don't think I stopped. I continuously was go, go, go. Uh, had weddings, friends, parties, christenings, a very full life. I was also working out. Um, after having the babies, I'd get back into shape. Um, I was cooking, I was managing a house. Um, I had childcare three days a week and I had help from family. Um, but you know, it was, it was a very intense way a way of living or an existence. Um, I got a lot done, yes, but when I look back, I'm like, was I just a busy fool? Um, yes, I achieved my PhD. Yes, I worked hard. Yes, I had my, you know, beautiful children. Um, so I feel very blessed. It was very productive thirties, but I felt very burnt out. I got sick quite a lot. Um, I ended up having the car accident. Uh, at thirty eight. Um, I did finish the PhD, but it almost was too much. So when I look back now, um, you know, I'm 44 and I definitely think um, I got pregnant at 40 with Christian, launched the business when he was born at 41 um, in 2018. And I definitely think that I have, you know, been able to achieve a better balance in my life. I'm still busy. People still ask me how I do everything. But I think I have a different, different, definitely a different viewpoint of life, of how I operate and also we're now in lockdown and lockdown and, and, and COVID times and, um, you know, life is very altered. So we've been forced to kind of look at life as well. Um, I think, though, I do have some useful tips. I've kind of jotted down five points, five takeaways. Um, but I want to talk about kind of an overarching theme that we'll kind of come back to at the end. And that's really about how to get things done. It's more about how to kind of live your best life. And also achieve your goals and passions, but also at the same time living your life. So I think that that's a really important thing. It's not just about productivity, efficiency, effectiveness, like you're a robot, which I think when I look back, I sort of operated a little bit like one. I, I was spontaneous. I had great fun. I'd go out dancing. I had, you know, some amazing times with friends and family. But I don't know, did I really enjoy those moments or was it just 
feeling guilty and thinking, oh, I should be doing this or I should be studying or I should be doing this or I didn't get enough work done. And I think I was very, very hard on myself and constantly striving to achieve what I thought was the next goal or the next. So I never rested on my laurels. It was like, nope, that's not good enough. Next, what am I doing next? So what I'd say is the overarching theme that I kind of look at is in my life, I used to, I used to as a teenager, have a five-year plan. Don't have that anymore. But what I definitely do have is a kind of a vision for the future of what I'd like to achieve. And it increasingly, it's becoming more of a kind of a life balance between work, between, um, you know, my passions, which are encompassed in work, but I also have other projects and things that I'm involved in that I, that I enjoy doing and want to pursue more. Um, and obviously then my downtime and my fun time with my, with my kids, with my friends and family, and also, um, you know, me time, which has become increasingly more of an important element in my life that I, I think I completely, you know, overlooked. Now, I still, as I said, went out and had dinner with friends and enjoyed that time. Um, so I did have, you know, some amazing times in, in that, in that decade, but I don't know if I really stopped to smell the roses as it were, whereas I'm trying increasingly now to do that. And I think we're all being forced to look at our lives, um, and how we actually operate, um, again, because of the times that we're living in. So what I'd say is I've always had this kind of long-term goal. Now, when I say long-term, I really don't think that you can at this point in our lives. And I don't think it's healthy to look too far into the, into the future. So I tend to think of long-term as, you know, the next six months, maybe, maybe the next year, you know, like this time next year, I'd like to do, be this, this, or this. That's great to have. Um, I think that we can't really plan that far ahead because of the situation and circumstances we face or we're faced with. But I do think, you know, for me, I plan more about, you know, the next six months or the next three months, I tend to actually now come to seasons. I've gotten really into nature um, or revisiting nature like I did in my childhood. Um, so I tend to sort of think, right, I'm coming into summer. So what would I like to achieve during the summer? What would I like to achieve um, over the summer or in the next month, two or three months? And so they're kind of the short term, long term goals. And then immediate goals would be, you know, the weekly achieve achieving sort of goals um, and tasks that I want to get done. And that are going to enable me to achieve those short term to long term goals. So I also then have kind of daily tasks as well. I'm going to talk to you how I actually go about, you know, quantifying these and actually, you know, um, addressing these. And I think, you know, it comes back to this how to get these things, get things done by using the tools that I use. They enable me to break down these big things these big tasks, these big goals into short term, more bite sized chunks that I can actually manage and that feeds into my daily life. So first point, I've got five is prioritize. So most importantly, um, you know, you could use I, I you could use a pen and paper, you can use a, a physical, you know, notebook or a calendar book, which I used to use when I was in work. Now I actually find and I've, I've shown this t- trick to a lot of people who are quite senior in the business world. Um, and they were kind of like, oh, that's quite simple and actually very useful. So I think I'm going to start using it. So I didn't think it was anything of consequence, but it does seem to me to be very useful and very handy and very easy to do. So I use my calendar on my iPhone. So some people are Android, so you probably have the equivalent. And I also use notes. So notes being that I'll jot down like a bigger list of, you know, things or maybe it might be a note on 
It might be new packaging ideas or it might be my podcast ideas and I'll jot down those in my notes. But what I'll use is my daily calendar. So I'll have my um, each day and in that day I may have appointments already scheduled. I may have Zooms. I may even have things around the children, uh, play date or um, well, it would have been a party or, you know, birthdays or, or you know, I might put in a reminder about something. Um, so appointments, etc. Uh, and then within that, I have tasks and they may be, you know, pack orders or do admin or, you know, do accounts or update website, uh, check stock photos, etc. Whatever it is around the business. But it could also be personal stuff. It could be, you know, um, coffee with X or a walk um, or, you know, go to hang out with the kids for the afternoon and take the afternoon off. So I'll tend to schedule my day in a t- kind of to-do list. Um, I'll also then find that I will have to move some of these things. I won't get everything done. So I might not get everything done today and then I'll move that to tomorrow. So this brings me on to my next point. So the first one is prioritise and that's using a list or some kind of scheduling mechanism. And it could be very simple. As I said, my calendar on my phone is the quickest thing. And also if people book in a Zoom with me, it instantly gets... More and more of these things get correlated to your calendar, so you don't even have to put them in yourself. Um, so the second point is adapt. It's really important, as planned as you can be, it's really important that you are adaptive. So each day before I go to bed at night, I'll actually look at my calendar and see what I have done that day, and maybe I didn't get something done. So I'm going to move that to the following day. And I'm going to check what the next day holds, like what it is I need to get done. Uh, Do I think that that's possible? Is it achievable? Is it realistic? And maybe something's happened. That means that I'm going to have to push something that's of low priority to another day. So again, there may be appointments that I can't move, but there may be other things. And it means I also kind of do that kind of check in with myself. You know, is this too much for me to do all in one day? I used to be a person who would put like 50 things in my day and just go, I'll get them all done and not really think about it. Now I'm kind of like, is this actually realistic? Is this going to kill me? Am I going to be able to, am I going to be burnt out by the end of the day? Am I going to be shattered or wrecked? But, you know, I want to be at the end of the day, not exhausted. And what's really important and what will I need, what do I need to get done? So it's kind of a need and a want. Um, so within that, I that's what I finish off. The other thing is, I find going to bed at night, if there's things that I suddenly remember that I must do, like, oh, shopping, we, we've run out of this or I need to get that. I'll put that down on my list in my notes or I'll put it down into my calendar. And it also kind of frees up my mind. And then I go, OK, that's there. So I know it's there. I can now kind of let that go out of my brain and um, kind of go to sleep peacefully. So what I'll do is I'll get up the next morning. I tend to be woken by the kids or I'm up um, getting myself ready, getting them ready. I tend not to look at my phone. I'll look, I'll check my phone to see any messages or emails, but I won't actually look at my list at that point because sometimes I can feel a little overwhelmed. Um, and again, given lockdown, I might not be as productive every day that I would have normally been when I was out and about having meetings, living life normally. I do find sometimes I have days where I'm just not feeling as motivated. And I do tend to give myself a little bit of a a leeway and say you know what it's just I'm just not really feeling like doing that today if it's not high priority or I don't have to do it then maybe I can look at moving it um 
now obviously in a, in a job or a working environment you know there are things you have to get done and in my business I have to get certain things done and I'll come to that back to that point but again it's it's how you deal with them and, and that maybe the time of day that you choose to do them that can also be something that you could schedule in that's best for you and again you're kind of taking care of and knowing how you work and what works best for you that's important um you know for example I tend to prefer uh, zooms in the afternoon and I tend to prefer doing tasks in the morning Um, I tend to find chatting easier in the afternoon I tend to prefer to get sort of things I need to get done get on top of my work in the morning time so I'll tend to plan my day around that Um, again appointments um I like to kind of have my afternoons free as well if I need to go to an appointment or I'll have the appointment done early um, or I might want to have the afternoon as an option to spend a bit of time with the kids. So I like to have a bit of flexibility in there and not be block booked up for the entire day back to back, which is what, again, I would have done before uh, previously. So I kind of then that morning, once everything's done, I'm ready. I'll take up my phone, look up my notes, um, look up. Um, my daily tasks and I'll actually base it on at that point how I'm feeling like have I slept really well have I do I feel a bit tired what do I feel like doing are there certain things that I don't really at the moment have the capacity to do um you know and it could be sort of really heavy drudgery stuff that maybe you know what it's not urgent and I know in my current fr- mind frame I'm not going to be as productive as doing that I'm going to drag my heels a bit Maybe I should just do that a little later or tomorrow. So I'll also kind of do a check in with myself. So I think at this point in my life, I know how I work, when I work best, when I'm feeling creative, when I'm feeling a bit more, you know, logical and productive and I'm energized and I'll kind of work towards my strengths in that way. So I won't push myself through stuff. Um, again, I am good with deadlines. So if I do have to get exams marked or I do have to get accounts done and I know there's a deadline, I will just do it and I'm quite disciplined. But I do have a procrastination element as decisive as I am. I will tend to dig my heels in and kind of put something off that I don't like to do. Um, I was a bit like that in school. If I loved a subject, I'd study it. If I didn't, I'd you know, have to force myself to do it, but I'd still do it. So it's about having a bit of discipline as well, given the context. So if I need to move things around, I will. Um, and again, the thing is, there are certain things I do dread doing, like accounts, like administrative stuff, um, like ringing Sky. It could be personal things as well that you have to get done or I must ring the car insurance or I must do this. And, you know, it's boring, it's annoying, but it still has to get done. So you kind of pick a time where you go, right, do you know what, I really need to do that today. So I'm going to do that now. Um, so that's really about it being adaptive. Um, then number three don't take on too much. Now, this is something that I absolutely failed to do in my 20s and 30s. I took on everything. I said yes to everyone, did everything, ran around like a, you know, uh, a busy fool and was constantly distracted. And I, I almost think I was so busy, I was probably actually distracting myself from lots of things. Like what I was feeling, was I happy, you know, um, and I think I just was a yes person. So not to say I had a terrible life. I had a really wonderful, you know, decade in my 30s. I had my children. I was setting up businesses. I, w- I was excited. I was, um, you know, motivated. But at the same time, I didn't stop. I just kept going. 
And I think that happens to a lot of people at certain stages in your life. And it's a life stage thing sometimes. Or it could even be, you know, with a startup business for those, if you're setting up a business, I know friends of mine are, you know, it can be, it doesn't have to be an age thing. It can just be what you're actually doing, an activity thing. So for example, my PhD, you know, at the beginning and the very end, the very end was the most intense period of my life. Um, and it was very, very stressful. Um, and that was completely irrelevant to age. Or if you're working on a project or maybe year end, depending on your job. So it can be a sort of a stage in, in your year calendar. It can be a stage for the business. It could be a stage for your job. It could be coming up to a promotion. So whatever it is. But I think at that point, you need to really assess your life and see what's again, prioritize uh, what's important to what's not. And most importantly, you know, don't say yes to everything. Or what I'd say, I used to say, I'm sorry, I really feel bad. I wish I could help you with that. Now I say, you know what, I'm not sure I, I can, but maybe I could think of um, where you could go for help or maybe someone else might be able to help you if I can't, if I don't have the time to help someone. Or I may come back and say, you know, I'd really like to help you, but I'm just not able right now. So if you want to have, if you want to see if you can find a better solution um, or come back to me, then I will do it. But you know, I owe, if I say I'm going to do something, I will do something, but I will sometimes have to say to people, look, I'm really busy, so I will get to it. But, you know, if it's urgent, maybe ask someone else, but I will come back to you. And I always do, do, do that. If I promise something, I will always do it. Um, but again, it's important that you don't, what I say, overpromise, underdeliver. So you don't overextend yourself at the detriment to yourself, because at the end of the day, I used to do that and I'd end up being burnt out. And for me, it would I'd end up getting sick. I'd end up getting a throat or I'd end up just feeling exhausted. And then I wouldn't really have time for kind of me or for the fun stuff. And I'd probably find I was constantly living in the future um, or in, you know, next week or next month. Oh, I need to get this thing done and then I'll be able to relax. And I never actually kind of took the time or the time to actually enjoy the present. So I'd say don't take on too much. You only have a certain amount of hours in the day. You've only a certain amount of energy. And you also need to balance your life um, between work and uh, pleasure as well. Okay, which brings me to my fourth point, which is self-care uh, time for you. And again, this is becoming increasingly more important to me. But what I'm realizing is it's making me more motivated. It's making me happier. Um, having a better balance is meaning that when I do work, I'm actually much more productive have more clarity of thought and then when I'm actually in my downtime it could be self-care for me time or it could be time with the kids or time with friends and family I'm much more present I kind of am able to actually enjoy the moment laugh I'm more relaxed etc so I think for me and um, the self-care part is the is the time it's the fun time it's the living you know we don't uh, we shouldn't work to live we should live to work sorry got that wrong <laughs> um, work should not be what we do every day we work is a part of our day but living is what we should actually do so um we we work to live um so living is the is the key how bad is that i got completely wrong but again that's what i was doing i was um you know living to work and that's not a way to be um and I think I was achieving things for myself, but also the pressure I put on myself was immense. You know, nothing was ever good enough. I've been told a lot that I'm really hard on myself and I definitely am very, I expect a huge amount out of myself. And I don't know if I'm ever really satisfied. So um, I think that kind of brings me to my final point, which is number five, which is about reviewing. 
and also kind of assessing and looking forward and backwards. So reviewing your day and if you don't get something done or you're having a bad day and trust me, I do have bad days. I have days where I just do not feel like doing very much and I get the minimum done and I feel a bit crappy about myself and I'm saying, God, that was a really unproductive day. And at the same time, I go, do you know what? I'll get it done tomorrow. I'll get it done this week. It's okay. It's just how I'm, how I am. And that's a lot of it's lockdown. A lot of it's just, you know, getting frustrated with things. So before I would have just pushed myself to the point and insisted on going. Um, and I, I find that that, when I look back, was very counterproductive. So what I'd say is, if, you, if you're having a bad day, review what you did do, what you have done that week or what you need to do in the next week. Uh, not in an overwhelming way, just, you know, kind of just look at, at, at the month. I also then now look back and I kind of say, right, this time last year, we just started lockdown. We had no idea what was going to happen. And we got through it. Um, it's still going on and it's still tough. But, you know, we had we all have had the resilience to keep going. My mum always said to me, Roz, you are completely dispensable. No one is indispensable. Because I used to have this thought that if I didn't do something or didn't achieve something, the world would stop turning. And of course, I'm not that important. I, I never th- thought I was, but I had this, you know, overbearing sense of responsibility, which I still do have, but I kind of give myself a little bit of a break. So I think it's really important to look back at, okay, since Christmas, how how have I done? Like, I delivered a huge amount of lectures. I kind of nearly burnt myself out. Um, I'm now working on other stuff. Um, I'm spending more time with the kids. So I'm actually thinking, you know, life is pretty good. Yes, I'm still a bit worried about the future, planning for the business, planning for lockdown to lift. But, you know, I'm working away and I'm kind of saying, you know, I've done pretty well considering. And, you know, that's good enough for me. So I think if you look back from where you were a year ago, six months ago to where you are now, uh, where you were even last week, um, I think it's really important if you've achieved something great, just to actually take the time to say, well done. So if something good happened, like I had a great meeting on Friday, kind of saying, wow, that was great. You know, that's really positive. That's potentially going to be something that's really exciting, that it's going to help me help my business and to kind of feel positive about it. You know, the week ended on a good note rather than, oh, Thursday, I wasn't feeling well. It didn't get much done and criticize yourself and kind of beat yourself up about it. So I think it's really important that you review your day, your week, your month, your three months, your six months um, with in the context of your long term goals. So again, what do I hope to achieve in the next month, three months, six months? And am I working towards that? Have I done things that have gotten me a little closer to that? More importantly, uh, check in with yourself. Am I happy? Am I feeling stressed? Am I well at the moment? And, you know, if you're feeling a little stressed, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, maybe you need to take a step back and say, okay, you know what, maybe I've taken on too much. Maybe I need to have a few days off. Maybe I need to have a little bit downtime. Maybe I need to bring a friend. Maybe I need to go for a nice walk. And again, just kind of say, right, let's just reassess. And the other thing is, you know, tomorrow's another day. It's a new day. Next week is a new week. So even if you feel like you've been unproductive or you haven't got as many things as you wanted to get done, you can still get to them. So again, it's about being, um, just to recap on my points, um, looking at how to get things done, looking at long-term and short-term goals. And within that, looking at your daily tasks, your weekly tasks, your monthly tasks. So first and foremost, prioritizing, using 
you know, a, a, a list on a notepad or in a calendar written down or on your phone, which I find most effective, my daily calendar, my weekly, my monthly. Um, be adaptive again each day. You can have things that will, you know, blow up. Something dramatic will happen. Something personal will happen. And that means you've got to put everything off and you've got to just deal with that problem. Or it could be a work-related issue. So again, you've got to be adaptive. Also listen to how you're feeling, what you're capable of doing, how you're, you know, check in with yourself as to what you're able to do, what you're not able to do. And again, work around yourself. Work, play to your strengths. Um, three, don't take on too much. Be able to say, no, sorry. Or just say, you know what, I will do that. But today I'm just very busy. So I'll get to that um, in, a, in a day or two or this week or maybe next week and give people realistic expectations of what you're able to do and yourself uh, for self-care live life live a little have a little fun each day you should have something that's enjoyable I know myself on a Friday I love nothing more than having nice food a glass of wine and just going you know deep breath uh, you know that was a good week okay and I'm going to relax now and then finally number five review Review your days, your weeks, your your month, your la- the last, you know, three months, six months. And look at the positives. Look at what you have done. Look at the fun things that have happened, the good stuff and how far you've come. And I think that's really, really important. So that's all for me for this episode, how to get things done. I hope it's been of use and it's had some practical tips and insights and looking forward to the next podcast and um, hope, hoping everyone's keeping well and sending you all positive thoughts. Bye for now.